The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, seasoned guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Long and Andy Lindis. And good morning. Andy's taking the day off today. We have invited our friend Luke Panic back. If you have any kind of questions about decks... Or porches. This is the guy you want to chat with. Either call in or text in Luke's. Uh, he's the specialist at Lindis Construction, and it's good to see you again, uh, Luke. It's been uh, it's been a while. It has been a while. Good to see you. Yeah. How's uh, how's the house? I know you and I we talk here about off air about your uh, uh, your own house that you put together. I assume all by yourself. No, not by myself. <laughs> okay. A lot of a lot of good help. A lot of good help. How about a deck? You have a deck. I do have a deck. Now, I, I don't. Did I ask you this before? What materials uh, have you used for your decking? I have a hybrid deck. I have uh, I have a natural wood called kiln dried treated pine. Oh, that's so, right. Yep. Yes. Yep. And uh, and then I have a Azek uh, rail system that I've kind of put together. Right. So maintenance free railing and somewhat maintenance free decking, but um, um, I, I'll have to uh, wash and. Uh, Treat it with something at some point to keep it looking new. But it don't you doesn't one have to do that anyway? No matter if you have a, a maintenance free deck or a low maintenance that's deck, true. you still yeah. have to clean. It, that's right? true. You still got to clean it. All right. So let's invite our listeners to join in on the conversation. If you have a question about deck, your deck, or a deck, or porches, are people putting porches up uh, these days, Luke? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. All the time. All different kinds too. Four season ones and screen three season ones. We use this. Cool product called Sun Space. In fact, I was just up to see Kevin up in uh, his cabin, Kevin Lindis, and oh, yeah. uh, he's putting on a a porch up there with uh, the Sun Space windows. Oh, tell, what is about what's what's that mean? Sun Space. Well, Sun Space windows are kind of a, a a way to screen in a like a, a three season porch, but also be able to enclose it. So it's it's ah. uh, like a window surface. And it, what's neat about it is it goes floor to ceiling. I mean, you can have so it really has this feeling of open. It really opens up, inside. yeah, yeah, very popular. Um, but it's not actually glass. They, it's a, it's like a polycarbonate film of some sort. That's I call it Superman cellophane. It looks like, but it's really, really tough. You wash it like a window. You could take them, yeah. take out the window panes completely, so it's just screen. So sturdy enough, then. Huh? Yeah, it's really sturdy. It's waterproof, so it keeps that. It, and what what I like about it, the real benefit to me is two things: it extends the season into the fall because it kind of takes you out of that cold air, and it'll hold a little heat. And you're out there earlier in the spring, so it extends the life of your usable time out there. But the other thing it does is while you're not in it. You can have it closed up, and it's not getting dirty and dusty in there. You know, just the normal pollens and stuff that's circulating the air yeah. isn't getting on your furniture and your table. That outside stuff does, so it keeps it clean. That's good. Good to know. I haven't heard about that before. Really? Uh, not at all. And we haven't talked about that. No, we have okay. not talked about that. All right. Well, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you have a deck or porch type of question for Luke Panic, or any kind of a home improvement question, you can ask Luke. Uh, 651-989-9226, or again, send a text, 81807. I mentioned to you off the air that I, I have a to-do list 
at home, which is not unusual. But uh, I think I've put off restaining my deck because, as you know, I've used Penafin in the past. And they never peeled or anything. So I was very pleased with. But it does age the deck, the cedar. Patina, like a fine wine. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So my wife, bless her heart, cleaned up the deck. I mean, scrubbed it to its taking any darkness out of it or, you know, mildew or whatever the case may be. Looks really good. Looks like it's ready. But it's been too hot. You don't recommend 90-some degrees putting a stain on, right? No, not for your health. I, I don't think it's a problem for the stain, but uh, I think it's it's just hot. It, it, it Depending on what you're using, it can oh. cure kind of too, too quick, fast. you know, <laughs> and, and it gets gummy on you. So, yeah, I, I, it, evening is a great time to do it, you know, if it's going to be a dry night. Yeah. It can mellow over the night. It's fine, but. Yeah, it'd be nice if it would cool down just a little bit before you get out there. But as far as decks go, I think you've told me in in the year or two or more past that it's a huge percentage of the people that call you guys at Lindis, have you come out or whomever, to do a bid on a deck, and they don't want wood as much as they used to 20 years ago. No, and that's still true. Um, Not many people want a wood deck. Yeah. Uh, Unless you enjoy the... The the work involved the work yeah. of natural wood. I mean, wood's beautiful. You know, I I enjoy it. I I don't doesn't bother me. Um, but the I would never put a wood railing up. I, people all the time ask about it. Oh, I agree railing. with I'm you like, there. No, there's no way I'm going to put up a wood railing for anything. It's that that's just the building materials in woods for railing are just not good. They haven't been for years, and they still aren't good. So we and, usually put on some sort of a metal railing. And it's great. There's no maintenance. And then you don't have any maintenance yeah, on the railing. Really just, just wash it off. So, But most people want a synthetic deck. They don't want to work on that thing. I think we are so we cherish our outdoor time sure. more here than any place else. And so when we look outside, we don't want to think about working on it. And the new materials, I know when Andy's here talking about uh, uh, Zuri, the stuff he's got at his yeah. house. That's pretty slick, isn't it? It's become our most popular is decking it? for sure. Even though it costs a little more, it's it's it it has such a natural look to it, and its durability is not comparable to the other products. It just it just wear it, the wear and tear on it. It really holds up well. It just stays looking new. I mean, yeah, year got, after year, you brought it, it in like, several years ago. It's got yeah. that wood grain look yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, it looks super natural, and it just stays looking that way. And that's really what people want, and so that's why. A lot of times there's some sticker shock with how expensive the decking materials are, but they're worth it because you get to forget about it. Yeah, true. 651-989-9226 is our phone number. Any kind of a home improvement question, especially since Luke is with us today, if you have any kind of deck question, you want to call and talk to this guy or send a text, 81807. Uh, Luke, Roger is calling from uh, Stillwater, I believe, with a question. Roger, what's your question, please? Thanks. Yes, good morning. Um, I have a large wood deck on the north side of the house with the kind of the classical quarter-inch spacing between the cedar boards. We have moss that has developed between the uh, cracks, in the, particularly in the shaded portion, and I'm curious how I can get that killed out of there best. Well, uh, there's several cleaners you can use, uh, but if it's actually grown and it's, there's like a real physical depth to it, then you need to scrape it uh, off with, uh, you know, I've, I've used screwdrivers before. It, when it's in between there, it's really tough. 
Um, you can you can use a pressure washer and see how much of that'll get it if you're careful. Is it cedar? What kind of wood is your deck made out of? The pressure washer you'd have to back the pressure off for carve up the wood pretty good. Yeah, exactly. What what kind of wood is it? It's cedar. It's, it is cedar. Okay, yes. I didn't hear you say. So yeah, so cedar's very soft. So you got to be careful with a pressure washer, but that might you know get a lot of it off and then. And then what you want to do, once you get that off, um, you want to keep it off by washing it every spring and every fall and use a, a conditioner, cleaner, brightener, because that'll stop that growth and, and prevent it from coming back every year. And, and it's real detrimental to decks, especially cedar decks on the end cuts. Wherever the end cuts are of cedar is where they rot first hmm. uh, because that end cut wants to wick that moisture in and if the organic material gets held against the end cut of a deck board it'll rot in a couple years it'll rot really fast so those are the critical critical areas to keep clean and that's that's the tough part of cedar and that's why we rarely use it anymore is because it's just it's so gentle it's not the cedar today's cedar is not the cedar of old that was from old growth big cedar trees and it just doesn't last like Old cedar used to. Isn't that something? Yeah. I didn't so know that. It, it's very gentle. We've replaced a lot of decks that are made of cedar that are only 10 years old, and the, the boards are rotten on the ends. Yeah. All right, Roger. Thank you for the call. Uh, Roger leaves that line open at 651-989-9226. Tell you what, before we break, I think Gene in Plymouth may have a question for you. Gene, you're on CCO. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm calling about the Zuri deck. I had Linda's put a Zuri deck on two years uh, two years ago, and I love it. Except it is so hot to walk on. Would you address that problem? What color do you have? Um, a medium gray. Medi- yeah, you have the weathered gray. And what side uh-huh. of the house is your deck on? Uh, northwest. Wow. Wow. That's surprising <laughs> to me. It is no. I even had the workman, the guy who puts in decks for you, came out to put another screw in a board a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And I asked him if he had noticed uh, the Zuri decks being so hot, and he said, absolutely, sometimes you can't even walk on them. And I think that's a disclaimer that should be um, brought up to customers. Yeah, absolutely. I that, That's the first I've heard of that, mm. as it being hot. And I, usually what I tell people is it's the color that dictates the temperature of the surface. And so that gray color has a, a blackish kind of, it's a weathered gray color. And so that must be putting out the the higher temperature on the mm. surface. So first uh, I've heard of that. First I've heard of that also. I, I will certainly make mention of that because that's always a question and a concern, especially when. But on the northwest side, that's. I guess if it's more west than north, the afternoon sun can probably still get to it. It depends on the angle that it sits. Sure. But decks that face south and and southwest certainly have hotter surfaces, and so a lot of times we need to put up umbrellas or give them a canopy of shade somehow to, to limit that. But usually it's the color that determines how, the surface temperature of how hot it's going to be. Like It's just like, for example, a lot of times blacktop yeah. is a hotter surface than just gray concrete. Sure. It, both similar materials, but it's absorbing color, that heat. Absorbing light. that heat, yeah. yeah. In fact, next time we see uh, Andy Lindis, I'm going to ask uh, him if he has found that with his deck. Yes, his face is uh, directly south. And, and he's never mentioned it. No, he's never mentioned that. And he, I think he has more of a natural wood color, not the gray, the weathered gray okay. color. I think he has a walnut or pecan. Uh, but that would be a great question. Yeah. His gets a ton of sun. We'll do that too. Gene, thanks for the info. 
All right, we need to take a break. If you have a question, if it pertains to Dex, this is your uh, your day with Luke Panic in studio. If you want to talk porches, that's fine too, or your general, uh, any kind of uh, home improvement question, we'll field here. 651-989-9226, line is open. Or if it's easier, and we'll pick up on the text line, that number, 81807. It is 925 on a Saturday morning. We're in the midst of our home improvement show. We're around every Saturday, thanks to our friends at Lindis Construction in this 9 o'clock hour. Andy's taking the day off today, but Luke Panic, our friend from Lindis, who's their deck, among other things, many other things, he's their deck and porch specialist. So if you have any kind of a question related to decking or porches, for that matter, or just your general home improvement question, by all means, call us or text us. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. I see a line is still open. Uh, or send a text. We've got a bunch of those we're going to get to as well. 81807. Although uh, I like to pick up on the callers so they're not hanging on too long. Uh, Dwayne is calling from Glencoe, I believe. Go ahead, Dwayne. Yep. Are you there? We are here. Are you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay. I'm wondering. I was in the lumber business, okay, for quite a while. And what I can figure out, I I did my deck 44 years ago when I built this house, okay? I used all construction heart redwood because I was in the lumber business. I hand-picked every one of them, okay? My joists are construction heart redwood. My rail of this construction heart redwood, and it's the good as, it's as good a shape as the day I put it on in 1974. How come you can't get construction heart redwood anymore? Or is it too high a price, or what's the deal? Well, that's a good question. Have you ever worked with uh, Redwood, uh, uh, Luke? Well, he's talking about construction heart Redwood, and that is a rare uh, product. It is not easily gotten nowadays. Mm. You can get, we can, they just started reintroducing Redwood in the lumber markets recently as a deck board. Okay. It's not the redwood he's talking about. The stuff he's talking about is from the big redwood trees uh, back in the day, and that lumber is certainly amazing. And I've been on decks here, right here in the Twin Cities that were built 30 and 40 years ago that obviously look very, very weathered, but sure. the wood is still solid. Isn't that something? It is a very impressive wood, and it's not easily gotten anymore uh, and very, very expensive. So... Because of the cost to get it here is the reason that we don't use it. Uh, just not many people are willing to pay the premium to get it. But Dwayne is absolutely right. That is fantastic wood. And likely you can take some of these old redwood decks and run them through a planer, and that redwood will look like it was cut yesterday. No kidding. That's no joke. Wow. It is a fascinating wood. Um, I wish we could get it. I really, yeah. really do. It, it, it's hard to get your hands on it. Uh, because it's it's uh, nowadays the through the way a lot of the lumber works is uh, through naturally reproducing harvested and how they the U.S. For, the Forestry Service manages yeah. woods they they're using woods that they planted twenty thirty years ago and so it keeps re- now we're using trees that are they're not that old yeah whereas the wood that he got from that to build his deck out of to get framing lumber for and everything else was probably from a six foot diameter redfoot tree you know a big old 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 tree so uh the, the whole different ball game plus Dwayne had the experience of being in the lumber business yeah, so number one yeah and number gotta, two he was able to hand pick it hand pick it yeah that's yeah, a great story it that's is. awesome Dwayne yeah thanks Dwayne interesting 
Tell you what, let's do. We have another half hour of the show to go. I want to pick up some of these text messages. I want to forget about though. If you do have a home improvement question, especially if it's about decks, decking, porches, uh, bring it to us, either by phone or by text, 651-989-9226. Or again, the uh, text number, and we'll uh, grab some of those when we come back, 81807. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, presented every uh, week, every Saturday, in the 9 o'clock hour here on CCO by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. I haven't mentioned it yet. By the way, Luke Panic is in, our deck and port specialist from uh, Lindus Construction. If you want to get in touch with Lindus, uh, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. We always give you that that number. Uh, Luke, is as far as uh, folks wanting to get a, a, a new deck uh, built, um, I guess maybe planning now and next year. I mean, I know you guys are, are busy, busy. We are. We've got about uh, 25 week, 20 to 25 week lead time. So really, if, if someone is considering a new deck, from us, you're gonna. It's not gonna be until spring, likely. We okay. we build them through the winter, but the winters vary so much that we don't know how many we're gonna get done. Sure. Uh, so it's tough to say. But yeah, I'm very busy with decks. So but at least you, you or Lindis will come out and uh, give you a bid and Absolutely. give you a plan. And, and the yeah, and the real advantage of that is decks will be more expensive in the spring. So that's true. Th- there's a lot of incentive to just get it figured out, get it ordered, and ready to go for the spring, so that you don't have to think about it. All right. Here's a text, then we're going to get back to the phones. Can you replace cedar boards in your deck with composite boards as partial repairs are needed? Sure. Uh, that's not a problem. The, uh, the, the key factor there is, number one, is to go underneath the deck or look at the spacing of the nail pattern from the top and determine how much space is between the joists. If there's space, a lot of times decks that have uh, cedar decking are 2 by 6 Cedar decking have joists every 24 inches. Uh-huh. That's a problem. The synthetic decking can't span that far. It sags too much when you walk on it. So you'd have to add a joist between each of those to make a 12-inch center so that it would work. If the deck has 16-inch centers currently, which is the most common, right? Uh, you can put synthetic decking on that perpendicular to the joist. You can't put it at a diagonal. Um, so that's number one. The other thing you want to make sure is that none of the joists are rotten or that they're sagged and because it's rare that we reuse frames for that reason because the brand-new pristine synthetic deck boards don't have any flaws in them. And if your joists do have a sag or a flaw, all of a sudden it's a glaring, obvious thing. So you want to make sure that the deck is nice and level. And we, when we frame a new deck, we put the joists every 12 inches when we're using synthetic deck boards. Nice and solid. So that you don't feel that flex. Uh, yeah. You don't have to uh, for most deck boards, but that way it's nice and solid. Joists are relatively inexpensive. The framing material is the cheapest part of the deck, so there's no reason to go short on it. A couple, ex- couple extra joists takes them from 16-inch centers to 12-inch uh, centers, and it's nice and solid. A joist, you know, a 16-foot-long joist might only cost, a 2 by 10 might cost uh, 25 bucks, But a deck board... A Zuri deck board or a good quality, they can be $130 for one deck One board. One boards, and you need a lot of them. So the, the framing is a small little piece of the puzzle. Yeah. So a lot of times it just doesn't Do it sense. right. Yeah. All right, back to the phones we go, Luke. Jerry is calling from Hugo, I believe. Go ahead, Jerry. Good morning. Hi there. Yeah, um, I, was just, I have one question. What is the requirement between the ground 
and the surface of the deck for before you need to put a railing over it. Twenty nine inches. It's twenty four inches. Oh, it's twenty four inches. It used to be twenty nine, though, right? Um, it you can check via your city too, because sometimes cities can have a different code, but. Overwhelmingly, it's twenty four inches. If it, as soon as it's over twenty four, you need to put a railing on. Um, with steps, it's typically um, if you have more than three. Once you get to three risers, uh, you need a grippable guardrail oh. on the steps. So steps and tops of surface have two different requirements, but twenty four inches is typically the rule. Okay, twenty four. All right, there you go. Good good question, Jerry. Thank you. Uh, Ed is calling from Bloomington. Ed, you're on CCO. Good morning. Good morning. If you had any experience with a finished product on cedar decks called Restore? I feel like I've seen it. Uh, I don't know that I've used it. Where have you seen this product? I use it on my own deck. I had a cedar deck about eight years old. I got tired of staining it. So I put that restore on about three years ago, and it looked great. And now it's starting to come loose in places, and it doesn't come off like paint. It comes off like sheets of paper. Yeah, mm. yeah, we see a lot of that, and that 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 come that brings up the old debate about what to put on your deck. And and Ed's experiencing what most people do. Any any sort of product that surface coats the deck wants to peel off, and so that's why we talk about the Zuri or not the Zuri, the Penafin. Penafin, you, you've become a master. Sickens. Of. Those the Penafin yeah. has a rosewood oil base, so it penetrates yes. more, so it doesn't sit on the surface and flake off. So that when you do have to redo it, it's a clean. You're not trying to get off. Am, am, am I correct? You didn't no, have a bunch perfect. of no. old material to get off. It was it was it preserved it, but. There's not a bunch of residue left on the surface. No, and you just apply it. You don't have to, you know, sand it or or, or whatever. Clean it, do it again. Yeah, exactly. That's that's so what the prep is a lot easier. Yeah, read yeah. the directions. Yeah, <laughs> read the direct and have a lot of rags. Yes, wipe up sure. the extra. That's but, right. But yeah, so that what Ed just talked about is pretty common on most of the deck products that I see out there that are linseed oil based products. They sit on the surface. They rub off over time, and then you got to get it all off again before you put it back on. Otherwise, that, that it looks could, or it looks uneven. That could be a real job too. Right? Real, yeah. Time. And they usually end up renting them the Menards uh, sander, the sander, yes. the wild, the wild bull. Yeah. Yes. Mark is calling from Little Canada. Mark, you're on CCO with Luke. Yeah, I have a follow up question about. I have redwood decks. Um, that are over 30 years old, and about two and a half years ago, I did have Linda's uh, redo them with uh, the sanding and the penafill, which turned out spectacularly, actually. Um, but they're dirty now, and I hear you talking about cleaning the deck before putting the penafill stuff on again, and I'm just wondering what kind of product you use to clean the dirt off uh, the wood before doing that. There's several. Um the Penafin actually makes a three-step cleaning system you can buy, step one, two, and three. Um, I, there are many available at local stores that are designed to clean and then brighten the wood. I think cleaning it is really just what you need to accomplish, and then how far you go beyond that is if there's any mold or residue left behind that you want to clean up. But what, do you remember what you used, Denny? 
I got it at a big a big box store, but you're right that Penafin does make it the, their own uh, brightener conditioner. Okay. And that's all I would do. Yep. Put that on, let it dry, make sure it's not going to rain, yep. all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, brightener conditioner uh, with Mark, and then let it dry, hose it off, read the directions, and uh, apply reapply the Penafin. Yep. On Redwood, what an awesome nut. There we go, wow, another 30-some-year-old redwood. redwood deck. That's fantastic. Isn't that something? All right, Mark, thank you. Good luck with that. Labor of love for sure. Uh, let's see. I want to grab some uh, some text messages here before we run out of time. By the way, is the line open, 651-989-9226. I want to replace, Texter says, my wood deck with some new manufactured deck boards. Do I have to use fasteners or can I screw those boards down? Kind of related to the other one. Yeah, good question. Um, some people prefer to screw them down, and you certainly can. Um, depending on the product, I sometimes recommend drilling pilot holes. If it's a composite, um, what happens is when you just shove screws through some of the stuff, it wants to mushroom up a little dollop at the surface because there's no place for the product to go. So pilot holes are your friend in that case. The cellular PVCs. Uh, your Azex, um, they don't seem to have that issue. You can just run the screws right in, and you can mm. screw them down. They come the the manufacturers make the boards with a square shoulder or a grooved shoulder, depending on if you're using a clip system for a hidden fastener or if you want to put your top screws down. Some people like to use the top screws because they feel it makes it look more like natural wood because you're used to seeing sure. the screw patterns. I, you know, I, most people don't want to see the screws because it's just a place for collect a little dirt, you know, so right. most people don't want the screws. But, yes, you can just screw them right down. 651-989-9226. Line is open or uh, send a text, 81807. Back to the phones, Luke. Uh, Al is calling from Egan, I believe. Al, you're on with Luke. Panic. Yeah, hi, Luke. Hi. I had a deck put on last September. It's a uh, Zuri composite yep and i was wondering about the joists and the support posts should they be stained or something now this year or should they just be left natural or what that's completely up to you they don't have to be stained or preserved um for the life of the product if you just because if you want it to look nicer and blend with the deck depending on how visible it is you certainly can and it's been enough time that those are cured and dried, and you can put whatever you want on it. For me, what I do is I, I like to just get a stain that matches the composite as close as possible and then just put that on there. And, and, and it, they, it seems to last a long time because they're pretty much out of the sun. Um, they're in the shade, so they don't get the UV rays, and it's not a, something that you have to stain and all the time, uh, many, many years between coats if you just if they're underneath the deck. So up to you. You don't have to. You certainly can. All right. There, there's your answer. Uh, Luke, we need to take a quick break. When we come back, we've uh, callers, hang on the line. Textures, we're going to grab some more of your text messages as well. For Luke Panic and for Andy today. And good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show brought to us by Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy's off today, but our friend Luke Panic, the Lindus Deck and Port Specialist, uh, with us this morning answering your questions either by phone or by text as usual. So, again, if you have a specifically a deck type of question, today's your day. Uh, Luke, we're going to go back to the phones, then uh, more text messages. But Lori is calling from Blaine, I believe. Lori, Good morning. Good morning. Thank Hi. you for taking my call. Sure. 
Um, originally, several years ago, built a 12-foot by 40-foot deck across the back of our home. And subsequent to that, we put up a four-season porch um, on 12 by 14 off of the kitchen. Um, the remainder of the deck uh, was an open deck with a stair access to the backyard. Now, what I would like to do is remove the weathered uh, decking and get that replaced. My question is this. Being that the original decking um, is now under the four-season porch, will the removal of the decking that exists outside anyway involve the integrity of that whole system? Good question. Um we run into this from time to time. The deck boards run straight underneath there. Um, it's a it's it's more challenging to cut that seam, to cut those boards so that you can replace them. But it can be done. We we do it from time to time, um, and it should have no impact on the structure on your four season porch. So you don't need to worry about that. Oh, that's good news. Yeah, very good, very good, Lori. Not to worry. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Let's grab some text messages, uh, Luke. Here's one that came in a bit ago. How can you make the area under the deck waterproof? Mm. How can you make the area under deck waterproof? I'm not sure if they mean the space eight feet under or if it's yeah. right underneath or what. So there's different systems called under decking. Um Google under decking, all kinds of them will come up. Uh, so we've used a, a variety of different sorts. They they're all they're all okay. Um, the best one that we've used recently is made. Uh, it's called Inside Out. It's an aluminum system that has a nice finished look to it, but drains the the water away. It, people need to understand that these systems are drainage systems. They're not swimming pool liners. They're not 100% waterproof. You don't want to put a leather sofa from Italy underneath this space, uh, but they are mostly waterproof. They shed water very well. You can be comfortable about there in the rain. It protects, but there's a there's a lot of different systems. The Really, the limiting factor of them is that the deck has to be relatively square and has nice straight joist cavities. If it's a octagonal or a bunch of angles or anything where you don't have a nice square to work with, these systems don't work well. They they really are designed for just a nice square area. Remember earlier in the hour, Luke, when you're talking about using a screwdriver to kind of clean the, yeah. the area there. Yeah. A texter said, uh, um, "What I use is a small putty knife. Works much better than a screwdriver. Sure. To manually clean out the crud between the boards. Well, and what's funny is that that sometimes you can only get a putty knife in there. Some That's of the right. deck boards are installed so tight that." You only have room for that. Uh, they should be installed with at least a quarter inch to have good drainage so stuff doesn't collect in there. Because the real problem is where the, where the gunk collects on top of the joist between the deck boards is what, where problems start. And that can actually damage the top of the joist if it sits there over time. Oh, sure, yeah. So that's where the real issue is. So it's, it's helpful to leave enough of a gap that when you wash the deck, that stuff gets out of there. All right, let's go back to the phones here before we run out of time. Mike is calling from Kenyon, I believe, with a question. Mike, you're on with Luke. Yeah, thanks so much for taking my call. Mm -hmm. I've got a 20-year-old deck. It's, the lumber's in reasonably good shape. It had originally Olympic AC2 brown stain. Uh, and then uh, about three years ago, I put on this Revitalize to try to take care of the uh, 
aging wood. Well, that coating failed and there's a national lawsuit against it. Now I'm faced with the power washing, getting rid of it and uh, trying to sand the remainder. Can you recommend a method for removing the remaining revitalized? Well, uh, the best way is to sand it off. And in my opinion, that's if you want it to look really good, that's the way you have to do it. What type of sander would you recommend? Uh, didn't use a floor sander. Um, th- th- just like what hardwood flooring guys use, uh, gives okay. you the most even, um, even finish. It, because it's softer woods, of course, you have less tolerance for air. So y- you might want to just get an estimate from a hardwood floor guy just to see what he charge. It might only cost a couple bucks a square foot for him to come out there and professionally just, boom, sand it. If you want to rent it and do it yourself, I'll defer to to to, to Mr. Long here. Uh, you did do it. You did. I did and, do it. And yeah. you rented it, and you rented a floor sander, and it sounds like it was marvelous. It, you, you're right. That is still the best way to do it. But I think if I had to do it again, I'd follow your advice. Yeah. And call a. I never thought about that. Calling a regular floor sander a guy a person. The the issue can be the nails. They got to set them. Or yeah, oh, screws yes. get the screw heads down below the top of the surface. But that's definitely the way to go, I think. And then you're really happy with how it looks. Because no matter what you do, it takes a lot of work. Even yeah. if you're going to use a chemical or a pressure washer, it takes a lot of work. So there's no question they all take a lot of work. But for sure, if you sand it, it'll look perfect when you're done. Plus, uh, these people that do that for a living, I mean, I had to do it. Around the corners, the yeah. edges, you have yep. to use different tools. They to have get better tools there. for yeah. that. They got yeah. them all. So, so I, yeah, I, if you're going to keep the deck and you want it done right, yeah, that's a good idea. I would do that too. All right. Good luck with that. You talk about a labor of love, though, right? That's a tough yeah. job. Plus, you're going to haul that heavy thing. They're not like the rental. <laughs> no. And they have a mind of their own. Mm. Mick is calling from Edina with a question. Go ahead, Mick. Morning, Luke. Good morning. Say, hey, Luke, uh, the, the the material that gets between the the uh, deck boards. Yep. I take my skill saw, put it on top of the stringer, set it just so it clears it, and run it, and it just clears it like dynamite. Sure. Yeah. If you, if that's like a more dangerous approach, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you you could do that and. Uh, would get that junk right out of there for sure. Put on an old skill saw blade, and hopefully you don't touch the deck boards and damage them. But, yeah. Yeah. That's a little too close for me. But Yeah. All right, Mick. Got a lot of these great ideas. We have great listeners who, who have these great uh, techniques. Uh, let's see. Here's another text. Don't want to forget. How perfect do you need to strip the deck after putting on oil base over latex? Mm-hmm. Also, the wood stripper we are using calls for a deactivator. Also, is this necessary since rinsing the deck after using the stripper? Deactivator. I don't know what that would be unless there was some sort of an acid in it uh, that you would have to put a base solution in there to get it to stop. I, uh, most of the strippers are pretty harsh chemicals, um, and most of them don't work that great as far as when you're done it looks uneven. So I think to answer that question, you'd have to really look at the specifics of what the label says about what a, what's in it that it will require that. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it doesn't. We, obviously, we don't have all the details here, but put oil base over latex. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a latex is a rubbery surface, and then you're putting a an oil base on top of it. That doesn't work. Could that be another sanding job? It's for sure a sanding yeah. job. That's the only way to to get that back to look good. Yeah. 
Well, I tell you what, Luke, we just have seconds to go. It's good to see you again. Good to see you. And if you, uh, what would you advise our listeners who want to get at Linda's to build them a new deck? Uh, call. Call right away. Uh, be patient. There's uh, there's a lead time just to get someone to come to your house because there's only a few of us that design decks, but uh, we're worth the wait. We do a great job, and and that's all we do. So. Yeah, and again, the easiest number to remember is one eight hundred Leaf Guard. You can call this coming week one eight hundred Leaf Guard. Good to see you again. Thanks. Denny. Enjoy you and your family. I know you're off to a little bit of a, a getaway. Getaway. Yeah. So enjoy that. Thank you.